Do you like scary movies? Let's play a game. You know you're like the tenth guy to try this, right? It never works out for the dip in the mask. Maybe. But there's never been one like me, Gale. Well, you're in luck because things are getting downright crazy. There's no halfway with this. We finish what we started. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch this weekend, Friday, March 10th through Sunday, March 12th. We're counting down the weekend's top five must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. James Cameron had no idea his controversial 1998 Oscars acceptance speech was controversial until, backstage, he locked eyes with Warren Beatty, who had just presented him with the Best Director Award for Titanic. During his speech, Cameron referenced a famous line from the movie, saying, I'm the king of the world. Instantly, it rubbed many the wrong way, seemingly including Beatty, who Cameron tells The Hollywood Reporter, quote, had this look on his face like, what the f*** did you just do? He was looking at me like, you poor boob, what the f*** did you just do? And I went, oh, was that not cool? Okay. Cameron explains that he was speaking specifically to his parents who were in attendance as a celebratory moment to tell them how he was feeling. But he acknowledges and understands how many interpreted it as showboating and gloating. Cameron added, quote, As a director, I'm supposed to be better than that. I'm supposed to know what the audience hears. How the line actually lands is actually part of the art form. Aurora Teagarden is back on the case. Hallmark will revive its popular mystery series, Aurora Teagarden Mysteries, but without star Candace Cameron Bure, who was recently poached by Great American Family. The network has greenlit a prequel series centered on a young post-college Aurora who finds herself returning home to Lawrenceton. Titled Aurora Tea Garden Mysteries Something New, the show stars Skylar Samuels in the title role opposite Everin Roderick, who will portray a young Arthur. Mary Lou Henner will reprise her role as Tea Garden Matriarch Ada. And Robert Blake, the actor known for playing the title role in the 1970s series Beretta, and more controversially for being accused of his wife's 2001 murder and subsequent trial, died Thursday at his Los Angeles home from heart failure. He was 89. After more than a decade of playing bit and supporting parts in movies, Blake transitioned to lead roles in the early 1950s in action movies and westerns, including Apache War Smoke and Screaming Eagles. On TV, he was on series including The Roy Rogers Show, Adventures of Wild Bill Hickok, and Rawhide. In 1967's In Cold Blood, he played Killer Perry Smith, which earned him critical praise. From 1975 to 1978, he starred as undercover cop Beretta. His final role was in David Lynch's 1997 film Lost Highway. Blake was in the spotlight for a very different reason when he went on trial in 2004 for the murder of his wife. He was eventually acquitted for the crime, but he was found guilty in a civil trial. For more on all of those stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head on over to EW.com. If you thought they were naked and afraid before, well, things are about to get even more terrifying, but just as naked on this weekend's number five pick, Naked and Afraid Solo. The new series brings eight previous strong-willed contestants into the very cold wilderness for 21 days. But here's the catch. They're attempting to survive, as the show title implies, completely solo. 
The cold and lack of clothes, food, and shelter may get to them, but the solitude might be the silent killer. Here's a preview. It is so cold. Oh, so cold. This is no joke. This is just a different level of survival. Being alone out here sucks. Solitude can be a form of torture. We're social creatures. I don't want to be alone anymore. So, who will make it to the end without losing their head? Watch and find out on the debut of Naked and Afraid Solo, Sunday night at 10, right after Naked and Afraid on Discovery. A Disney darling is making her way home. Our number four pick is Miley Cyrus's Endless Summer Vacation Backyard Sessions. Miley's back, y'all, and she's got new music and a new live performance special to go with it. Her eighth studio album, Endless Summer Vacation, is out today and promises to be the soundtrack to all of our sunny days ahead. And what better way to celebrate than for Miley to put on an outdoor, stripped-down live performance of the new songs back where she got her start, on Disney, specifically Disney+. Plus, Her newest single, River, and its music video was just released last night. Here's Miley on the new song. River, it was a time in my life where I was going through just a lot emotionally and personally. And I guess all my songs kind of evolved. They could start as something that was a trouble. Like, it just feels like it's an April shower. It never stops raining. And then it started raining down like love. River, sometimes we just need a dance floor banger, a.k.a. they don't want me to talk about how the fact the song is about <laughs> nasty. It's nasty. Well, you can hear Miley perform her hit single, Flowers, as the sun sets on Los Angeles in her new special, Miley Cyrus's Endless Summer Vacation Backyard Sessions, streaming today starting at 1 Eastern, 10 Pacific on Disney+. Folly Rockaduhavana stars as Finn on the new Onyx and Hulu comedy series Unprisoned. Kerry Washington plays his mom Paige, and after his grandfather, Edwin, played by Delroy Lindo, is released from prison, the two take him in and learn how to live life in a new way. Maybe they even have some TV and movie recommendations for him? Well, that's what we wondered when we asked Folly, what you watching? Um, I'm currently going through a list of films, specifically uh, going by director, um, starting with Ari Aster. I already finished Ari Aster. He directed Hereditary and Midsummer. Exceptional films. I love horror. I'm a huge horror fan. Hereditary is in my top five. Um, I'm moving on to, I think, yeah, I'm either going to go to Tarantino or Wes Anderson, but I think I'm going to start with Wes Anderson because uh, a lot of his movies I watched as a kid. So it has a lot of nostalgic, sentimental value. Probably starting with Fantastic Mr. Fox, then Moonrise Kingdom, Isle of Dogs, 
uh, and then his more recent films, French Dispatch, uh, Grand Budapest Hotel. Not as recent, but you know, it's uh, uh, one I haven't seen yet, so I'm very excited to watch that. And then Oppenheimer comes out later this year, which is a Christopher Nolan film. And I love Christopher Nolan. I've seen all of his movies. I'm going to go back through them, though, you know, prep myself for Oppenheimer. In terms of sh TV shows, um, I will always be watching The Amazing World of Gumball. It's my favorite, like, kid's show of all time. So much nostalgia. So much sentimental value there. The Boys on Amazon Prime. Um, oh, The Amazing World of Gumball is on HBO Max, by the way. And then um, The Boys is on Amazon Prime. So chaotic. I love it. This whole show is just pure chaos. The trajectory of the show is nuts. Every episode just gets crazier and crazier. Highly recommend. And, um, yeah, that's what I'm watching. Number three. Well, we have more picks coming your way, so let's get to them. This next one will be a night to clap, pour on the sap, and hopefully not slap. The Oscars, the biggest stars from nominated films Top Gun, Maverick, Everything Everywhere All at Once, The Banshees of Anna Sharon, and more will be decked out in Hollywood glamour and hit the red carpet. Then they'll make their way into the Dolby Theater for Hollywood's biggest night. Presenters make up a long star-studded list, including Pedro Pascal, Andrew Garfield, Florence Pugh, Halle Berry, Michael B. Jordan, John Travolta, and Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Host Jimmy Kimmel will take to the stage for the third time, and after last year's now infamous slap scene around the world, he claims to be unslappable. Take a listen. The objective is the 3,332-seat Dolby Theater on Hollywood Boulevard. Inside is the 95th Oscars. A three-hour celebration of... <laughs> three hours, right. A three-hour celebration of cinema, featuring the biggest movie stars in the world. ABC has tasked us with finding a host who is unflappable and unslappable. Good. Oh, that's good, because I can't get slapped. I, I cry a lot. Tell us your plan of attack. Well, I'd probably start with a big musical number, one that would go a little something like this. The Oscars, the stars. Okay, please, no singing. Well, no singing from Jimmy, but gladly from Rihanna, who's performing her nominated song, Lift Me Up, from Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. And after outrage at last year's decision to pre-tape eight competitive categories, all 23 will be presented live this year. It's all happening at the 95th Oscars, which kick off at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, Sunday night on ABC. And be sure to check out our predictions and print off your ballots for your viewing party at EW.com. All right, folks, don't go anywhere. Our top two picks and soundbite of the week are coming up. What to Watch will be right back. Hey everyone, I'm Sid Evans, Editor-in-Chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce Season 5 of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuits and jam. Jam. 
Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. Pedro Pascal has quickly become the Internet's daddy, plays an intergalactic soldier and a ruthless survivalist on TV, and happens to hate milk. Now, we only know that latter fact after watching him on this week's episode of Hot Ones, where he's handling all the wings with ease until he gets to the dreaded sauce, the bomb. His reaction is our soundbite of the week. Take a listen. Oh my God, I really was like, I'm going to be the only one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Did I've... you ever see the fly? Am I talking really loud? Yeah, do you feel like you're going through a metamorphosis? The fly with Jeff Goldblum? Yeah, classic. And he vomits onto the guy's hand and it just dissolves <laughs> and disintegrates. And then there's just like this little piece of flesh that's being like, that's my mouth. Yeah. Do I have a tongue? It's still there. It's still there. You might not be able to feel it, but it's still there. I hate milk. But any port in a storm, you know? Number two. Well, grab your popcorn because Ghostface is gallivanting around the Big Apple in our number two pick this weekend, Scream 6. For the first time, crazed killer Ghostface isn't terrorizing teens in a small town. He's instead set loose in New York City. Jasmine Savoy Brown's Mindy, Mason Gooding's Chad, and Jenna Ortega's Tara are all now at college in NYC, but their studies are quickly put to a halt when not one, but multiple ghost faces want them, as well as Tara's overprotective sister Sam, played by Melissa Barrera, dead. Here is the trailer. You got a problem here, guy? the secret. There's a darkness inside of me. It followed me here. And it's gonna keep coming for us. We share a certain history. This isn't like any other ghost face. What is this place? A shrine. We've got to lure him in. We execute him. Hello. Let's play a game. You know you're like the tenth guy to try this, right? It never works out for the dip in the mask. Maybe. But there's never been one like me, Gail. <laughs> I'm something different. That's why I'm gonna shoot you in the head. You want me. So let's finish this. Guys? 
Well, this sixth installment sees the return of familiar faces like fan favorite Kirby Reed, played by Hayden Panettiere, and Gail Weathers, played by Courtney Cox, alongside some welcome newcomers, Tony Revolori, Samara Weaving, and Dermot Mulroney. You can catch all of Scream 6's bloody good action in theaters today, and don't you dare answer that phone. It's trivia time. The Scream franchise has a beloved cast of characters like Nev Campbell's Sydney and David Arquette's Deputy Dewey. But only one actor has appeared in all six of the Scream movies, reprising their role from the very first. So which actor is it? Matthew Lillard, Courtney Cox, or Nev Campbell? We'll have that answer for you in a couple minutes. But first... An epic adventure comes to an end on this weekend's number one pick, the season finale of The Last of Us. Or so we think it comes to an end. When he's not eating hot wings, Pedro Pascal is playing Joel, the jaded yet caring father figure to Bella Ramsey's Ellie. Over the past two episodes, their cross-country journey came to a halt when Joel was stabbed and Ellie went looking for food and medicine on her own. She was captured by a crazed preacher named David and... Spoiler alert, she kills him to save herself. Now, both battered and traumatized, Joel and Ellie continue forward, hoping that brighter days are ahead. Here's a preview. After all we've been through, it can't be for nothing. There's no halfway with this. We finished what we started. So how will they finish it? Well, however they do it will likely be very emotional. And keep in mind, the show is already renewed for season two. So will they both be back or will we focus on new characters? Time will tell. The season finale of The Last of Us gets underway Sunday night at nine on HBO and streaming on HBO Max. And finally today, the answer to our trivia question, which actor has been in every Scream film? Matthew Lillard, Courtney Cox, or Nev Campbell? Well, she wasn't always a friend to the others, but she helped when it mattered most. The answer is Courtney Cox. Cox has played reporter and book author Gail Weathers in every Scream movie and returns for the newest installment, which is the first without Nev Campbell and David Arquette. The only other actor who's technically been in each film, if you count just their voice, Roger Jackson, who voices the always creepy ghost face. That is our show for today. We will have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm executive editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening and have a great day. This episode of What to Watch was written by Callie Shep and EW staff, edited by Sammy Junio, produced by Ashley Boucher, hosted and produced by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Chanel Johnson. What to Watch.